wonderful people. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Lee. And it's just us today. <laughs> I had to do it because I don't ever Because do we're just doing intro. it all the time. Right? <laughs> Usually it's just, and I'm Chuck. <laughs> so, Hello, my name is Chuck. So, um, so we're doing... Yeah. So typically, Lee and I together just do Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, this some time, of the one-offs. We were doing Cobra Kai, The Chosen. You know, right. we, so so just to kind of give people a background, I'd say well, let's just go back here. So this all started off with Will and I. Um, we would do we were doing this for a while, and then we started officially going up there and doing the Mandalorian. Chuck joined us for the first two episodes, and then he popped in now and again for different movies and episodes. And we're like, why don't we just make this official and bring Chuck in? So at that point, it was like. Because Chuck and I were doing some episodes together of The Chosen, um, it just kind of kept on going. And then we all just kind of agreed, why don't we just do everything together? So the three of us have been doing everything together. So this is the first time in a while that we've done just a two-person conversation. So right. we'll see how this goes. I guess it'll be good because I won't have to deal with, like, you know, arguing about something really <laughs> dumb for a half an hour um, and having two people not get the common sense part of it. But, you know, whatever. I mean. So <laughs> wow. This Will, is if you're listening, that was a slap to both of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what do we? What's our, so? What's our focus right now? I mean, we're not doing Cobra Kai. We don't have the chosen. Right. So what's what's up? What is it that so, Will so did not really want the, to talk about? <laughs> so typically, the three of us we either do anything Marvel or Star Wars, um, and then we do our movies together. Um, right. Marvel came out with a new TV show called Miss Marvel, um, which the three of it's us were mi like Ms. Marvel, Ms. Ms. Marvel, whatever. <laughs> Um, the three of us were like, yeah, it's not really like Marvel, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, let's just not do it. And then last minute, you and I are like, you know what? Why not? So right. we're right. doing Ms. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. <laughs> um, the title of this episode, this is episode one. It's called Generation Y. W-H-Y. Um, yeah, W-H-Y. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I would have well, just called it. I would have called the title of this episode AvengerCon, okay. and it would have actually made sense. Mm -hmm. Generation Y doesn't make sense. I was thinking about it. I'm like, this probably won't be on par with the rest of what we've watched Marvel-wise. Oh, no. But, then, no. but then I'm thinking, going, what if because our expectations are so low, it actually be, ends up being like one of the best like miniseries that we see? <laughs> Yeah, let's give it a shot and see. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, so this is another Kevin Feige MCU, you know, what are we in, Phase 4 now? Jeez, uh, are we Phase 4? I guess phase, so. Oh, phase hold on. Four. Phase 1. Phase 30. Phase 2. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I, I have think, no idea. I think post-Endgame is Phase 4. Um, really? I oh, think okay. post Endgame is Phase Four. I don't know. Oh no, Endgame was we're, the... yeah we're in, we're in Phase Four. Yep. So I think Endgame was the end of Phase yeah, Three. it's it's twenty twenty one through twenty three, is is Phase Four. Yeah. Oh, they have it mapped out by year. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, phase been... Phase Five will be after that, obviously, because I can count. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I pulled it up and I'm like, oh, there's not much to say about phase five. So let's just move on. All right. Nothing slated for then. Um, no. so let's just get into it. Um, we have the opening scene or montage for lack of better words. And well, basically, so, well, what, what is, what's your, let's just get your opinion so far on, on this show. Yeah. So I will say this. I, I think it's okay. Uh-huh. I think it's for what it is. It's okay. Um, the animation and the filmography in this is different than anything we've seen MCU. Right. Um, and I did like that aspect. It was mm -hmm. different angles, different cuts. Um, the way they did the animation throughout throughout the whole thing, like the texting mm -hmm. animation, the animation on the walls of the city. Um, yeah, I, en I, thought, I enjoyed the texting that was like part of like street, like window signs and stuff like that. It was kind of cool how they, they worked that in. You're like, oh, that's creative. Right. So yeah. I liked that aspect. Um, you know, you guys did this earlier in the week. You said this like another Spider-Man setup, and it is. She's Spider-Man, and the, her best friend in this is, you know, Ned. He's the, the guy in the chair. 
he he will become the guy in the chair by the yeah. you know as we go along um but yeah i think they're just trying to w- without getting crazy into it they're just trying to bring in you know all nationalities into the mcu so i applaud them for for going after that why not yeah yeah well i mean think the um the idea here is i mean this character is a comic book character and she's a middle eastern character um that they wanted to finally bring um just to kind of again yes to get the diversity and to to not just diversity in um like cultural background or anything like that um but more just the age age gap you know the age and you know kind of get the 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 girl stuff because girl teenage girl stuff is much different than everything else we've been dealing with in the mcu we've had we've had teenage boy which is more commonly seen there's a lot more coming of age teenage boy stuff that's happened forever so now now they're trying to say how can we how we how can we do this get a a young teenage girl and give her an up-and-coming story so i I think you mentioned so i said this kind of reminds me of somewhere between spider-man homecoming which is you know young boy growing up um, and Scott Pilgrim versus the world because of the way that they're they're like comic booky and with the artistic right. stuff. Um, I like that they have that cross between like her fantasy and reality type thing. Um, but there was one thing you brought up and you said meets girl meets world and I'm like yep yep so all three of those it's home Spider Man Homecoming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pilgrim and Girl Meets World that yeah. is the best way to describe this now Girl Meets World I think I watched maybe 10 15 minutes of it just to see who would show up and I'm like look it's Corey look it's Topanga hey it's and then everybody I'm like from the, everybody from Boy Meets World is in Girl Meets World right except everybody. for Feeny except for Feeny he shows up I thought Feeny passed away no he shows up oh good for him they all good show up does he show up as a, as a red sports car Yes. Okay, good. Black sports um, car. Black. Black. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking about the red light. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Uh, it was a black sports car unless you're thinking about Knight Rider 2000. That was a red one. Oh, no. But that Knight, wasn't him. The original Knight Rider, he was a black <laughs> Thunderbird. Or, yeah, Pontiac Thunderbird. You, you can't Firebird. say that. Firebird. Sorry, Firebird. But anyway. Firebird. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's George Feeney for you. That's you know. George Feeney. We do not have teachers like that at all. <laughs> he anymore. was... I feel like I learned so many life lessons from Mr. Feeney. Well, it was anything, just any TV show in the '90s had a life lesson in it. Oh yeah, but <laughs> but Feeney was like I could I could take his voice. He had such a distinct voice. Um, so I'll, I'll share this. I mean, we're talking about whatever, I guess, at this point. Um, so I used to have this little clock. It was probably you know the size of like you know a, a dictionary or like a big Strong's Concordance, and. Um, it was about that high, and it was a it was a grandfather clock. You know, it was mm-hmm. a toy though. And what it had was it had a drawer underneath that came out, and you'd put a cassette tape in there. And this grandpa time is what it was called would read you bedtime stories, and you see the face of the clock, and it had like you know, it had the face, but over it it had a piece of plastic that showed eyes, nose, mouth, mustache. You know, so it was your grandpa time, and he would and he would tell you these stories. You know, to go to bed, and it had like an alarm and everything. Not many people had this. I found out that my wife also had it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, how cool is that?" So I actually I was looking online to see if we can buy a new one for our kids. They're actually pricey because it's a you know old toy from the early '90s. But right. even if I could just find the cassettes, you know, and convert them over to digital, that'd be kind of cool to have and just go to sleep to that. You know, some people we know go to sleep to Adventures and Odyssey. Actually, our girls did that last night. But you know, Grandpa time. If it's not if it's if it's not uh, anything, we wouldn't we would get away from anyway. Feeny would be a great voice for Grandpa Time. Like, I would yes. listen to him telling bedtime stories, you know, every night. That would be awesome. Mr. And that was Matthews. a real roundabout way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the episode? <laughs> We're going way off. Where um, Corey got electrocuted when he was plugging in the microwave, and he got oh, sent yeah. back to 1955 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what's your name? And he goes, uh, Brad Pitzer. And he's like, well, Mr. Pitzer. <laughs> so the whole thing, his name was Brad Pitzer, and they all thought he was a Russian spy. <laughs> that episode was, I'll never forget that one or the, the horror movie episode when they're all stuck in the school and Jennifer Love Hewitt shows up. Yep. <laughs> it was great. Anyway. Oh, I love Here's a knife world. and here's a gun. They'll be fun for everyone. Yeah, anyway. Oh, wow. We're way off here. I'm sorry. It's late. Well, you compared, um, you had to, uh, com- we had to compare this show to Girl Meets World and then Boy yes. Meets World because, uh-huh. yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Um, so let's, let's get into this, right? 
So this this opens up in uh, what I can only say a comic book cutout form, um, and she, the main character Kamala Khan, is montaging or narrating the basically the entire Avengers Avengers saga, getting us up to date to where she is now, mm-hmm. going through the battles with Thanos, going talking about Captain Marvel. Primarily mm-hmm. Captain Marvel because she's obsessed with her. She's obsessed with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in Jersey City in New Jersey. Oh, really? Um, yes, yeah, so that she's, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so she's right outside of New York City. Um, so she's always been on the outskirts of hearing, seeing, or watching from a distance all the stuff that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she talks about how the first ever. AvengerCon is going to be happening in downtown New York City. Mm-hmm. Which is basically a Comic-Con, but all about the Avengers. Right. And I've been to Comic-Con, and it's nothing like what happens in this show. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. In this show, it was like a rave. In Comic-Con, it's... You're like... It's not, it's not like that. It, no. You have a bunch of vendors who are selling comic book stuff and anybody who is a geek nerd or otherwise goes to it and it's star wars star trek and marvel and dc right (laughs) which is funny because star wars and star trek are not primarily known as comic books i mean they have comic books but it's it's funny that comic-con um has branched out to basically anything nerdy anything Anything. nerdy it's video games yeah anything where people can dress up Right. That's pretty and much what Japanese people do. anime is a huge yep. thing. Uh, Absolutely. So basically it just became, you know, nerdy station. Um, and I've been. I'll admit, I've been to Comic-Con. It was pretty fun. Um, I have a few souvenirs from my Comic-Con there um, mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. So as she's going on with this, um, this is actually on her website titled Sloth Baby. <laughs> yep. Sloth Baby. Love it. And new episodes come out every Wednesday. Huh. So I'm so I'm thinking that every Wednesday, each episode is going to open up with a little montage from her, a little thing. From Sloth Baby. From yeah. Sloth Baby. Which yeah, I think we'll would be see. really cool because this episode, this TV show comes out on Wednesdays. So it would only so, make sense that Disney Plus will continue it on Wednesdays. So, so let's keep this in mind. So we are actually doing this conversation simultaneously with obi-wan kenobi yes so everything we talk about here is fresh right after we watch the episode so i know everybody's hearing this like you know hey probably like a month late but the reality is like when we're talking about each episode it's totally fresh we have no idea what's coming up next yeah we like yeah so like when we did cobra kai like we watched all the seasons now we're just going we're kind of backtracking it with this this is still fresh even though you know so once when you're hearing this, Cobra Kai just ended a week ago. I mean, not Cobra Kai. Wow. Star Wars <laughs> just ended a week ago for us. Right. Um, so this is going to be brand new for us, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool that we're we're doing our conversation live time, like real time, but we're, we're delivering it, you know, a few weeks yeah. late. But yeah, the it's next is so <laughs> after this whole montage happens, the opening credits happen. Um, Kamala is prepping for her drivers. <laughs> Her driving <laughs> test. Yep. Um, and she's using her parents, what can I only say, 1997, 98 Toyota Camry, greenish in color. This car is so old, it's rickety. And she gets into the car with the driver, with the driver's ed teacher, and she's got her glasses, like her sunglasses, like halfway down her nose. She's all cool. She's 16 years old. Um, turns the radio off, and this is your typical driver's ed teacher. He's just not teacher, but the guy who gives the test. And she gets ready to go. She looks forward. She steps on the gas, and the car's in reverse, and she uh-huh. backs up into <laughs> his car. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this guy, um, the character, the uh, the actor Randy Havens, um, he he also played one of the teachers in um, Stranger Things, Chapter Two. Oh, really? That's why he looked familiar. He had like a mustache and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm I not think a huge I re- Stranger I re- Things fan. I never never got into it. 
Yeah. Um, so he's actually was in all of them, I guess. But he, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, th- this fourth season, I watched the first episode. I'm kind of like, it, this is just getting too dark for me. I mean, it was already dark. It was always dark. But the first one, it was like, this was, it went from like, this is weird and creepy and whatever to like, this is straight up a horror film or, you right. know, horror show. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to keep up with it. I watched the first 20 minutes of the first episode and then turned it off. So I, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. I think, you know, you and I talking about how we don't really care for Stranger Things. My big thing is I heard people raving about it. Like, you so got to watch I. this. You got to watch this. We have a mutual friend that was raving about it. Like, oh, we have to watch this. Um, and I'm like, okay. So I checked it out and I'm like, all right. So I checked out the next episode. I'm like, okay. Um, actually, no, I think I, I got bored and then I had to rewatch. I, I watched the first episode three times. <laughs> still, di- still didn't care, but I'm like, okay, by the third time, I was like, let me just get through a couple more. And when somebody says something's really good, I don't know why I normally expect there to be like a twist or something. Like, I expect it to be more um, intelligent than it is. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I'm like, there's no twist. Okay, so this this all this is is just like in your face nostalgia, yeah. which I'm not really interested in anymore. Because now that now that we've hit this day and age, we're in 2022. Nostalgia is the 80s. Because back when we watched The Sandlot, that was the early 90s, right? And mm-hmm. nostalgia was the 60s. So it's it nostalgia has to be like this 30 year. You know, span right, and it. So now that we're in the '80s, I'm like, I just don't care to see all of this '80s stuff, and that's all. 90s it is. It's is just next. Like, so, I know '90s so is don't, next. So don't, 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 don't get excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, bring on the neon. Well, the thing is, I love the, I love a lot of stuff from the '80s, but it's like. There's also a lot of stuff in the 80s I don't love, I didn't love, I didn't care for. I mean, not that I, I was alive for much of the 80s, but I did witness a lot of the things because we were in the post-80s, you know, right. bringing up. Um, but We have a mutual friend who loves everything, especially movies from the 80s. Every single thing. And it's like, uh, okay. I mean, I appreciate a lot of some of the older stuff, but I mean, there are things, again, very unpopular opinions, but there's some of those 80s nostalgia movies that everybody raves about that I just, I never got into. I mean, nope. I'll admit it, I love Mel Brooks films, but Spaceballs, although it's got some really funny parts. It's I got mean, a few parts, but the movie as a whole is kind of like, eh. Yeah, I mean, the radar is jammed. I'm sorry, that's my kind of joke, and I'll laugh my butt off at that every time I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) We lost the beeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. Um, And then you've got something like The Goonies. Okay, I must have watched it way too late or way too early. I don't know. I watched it the wrong time, and I just didn't care for it. it. So, I mean, again, these are very unpopular opinions. People are probably going to stop listening to us now, but the point is... (laughs) You know, there people have their their preferences, and it's just I'm sorry. I mean, I can see why people like it. I'm not saying it's horrible. You know, it's but it's not like Bruce Springsteen. Like I don't see why people like Bruce Springsteen. I I just don't like his music. You know, it's just whatever. But this, like, I can see why people like it, but eh, not for me. So right. Stranger Things, I can see why people like it, but eh, eh, not for me. Not so really for me. People, so you 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 keep saying that there's you said that there's. No, they they recommend this show. Or there are certain people that recommend shows to you, and you expect this hype or this twist. Mm. I've come to a place where I'll trust three, maybe four people on a good movie recommendation. Mm-hmm. Two of those people happen to work on this <laughs> this podcast with me. Are you sure? <laughs> Even Looper. <laughs> Okay, you guys do have your downfalls from time to time. Yeah, well, at least it's not Equilibrium. Hey. (laughs) Equilibrium was good. It just didn't age well, and that's the biggest thing. We loved the movie. It's just it didn't age as well as we remember it aging. So when we redid it, we were like, oh. When I first watched my first time watching it, it was a Class B movie, and I knew it was. And I knew they threw all their money at Sean Bean and at Christian Bale. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we see her after her driver's test she comes into school and she is going down this obstacle course that is known as the high school hallway um she's weaving in and out of people throwing basketballs people bumping into her people doing whatever um she tries to get into her locker and there's the cliche of 
two people kind of kissing or, you know, taking up the space in front of her locker. And she has to kind of squeeze in, get into it, and then bounce back out to the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're introduced to her friend, Bruno. Um, he's the guy who, in my opinion, becomes no, the... Excuse me. We don't talk about Bruno. You're right. We don't talk about Bruno. Um, so that's the episode, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come to find out, this is Kamala's best friend. Um, Kamala's, sorry, Kamala's best friend. Um, and they're talking about AvengerCon and school and life and everything through the halls. And they bump into this girl, Zoe, um, in the halls, who we don't hear much about, but she does play a small part later on in the episode. Yeah, so it was kind of hard to figure this out. Now, I don't I don't know what school is like now, but typically um like yeah, she didn't seem like she was like the popular girl. She's from my day, she was the girl who was a little odd. This this character here. Um yes. what you say what do you say your name was? Zoe. Zoe. Okay, I'm like Chloe, no, Zoe. So this character Zoe here didn't seem like the typical, like, she's the popular girl. But as the episode went on, we found out that she was. Now, this just shows how out of touch I am, our generation is, with what schools are probably like today, is that this person would be the typical popular one. You know, I was just judging by, like, makeup and style. Tipi- this is not falling under the same thing you would see in another show or another movie. You know, where, let, let's say, the popular one is, like, the blonde cheerleader. <laughs> she is clearly not the blonde cheerleader, you know? Right. So, at first, I thought she was, like, somebody who used to be a friend, but she's kind of off doing her own click thing right now that's a bit different, but they're still like, hey, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it just, I was a little thrown off until later on when they were kind of putting it at, that she is the, the more popular one. Right. Yeah. Um, we're uh, we're not kids anymore, and we just don't understand kids. But hey, you you do have some kids her age, or at least one right now. Her so. age, yeah, and it's scary. It's it's scary sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she actually just had her first her first her school dance, dance. Yeah. first school dance tonight. Um, she was with a bunch of her friends. Um, eighth grade school dance. It was kind of and she and she had the Zoe eyeliner thing going on, right? She she did she did <laughs> yep she did. Um, well, at this point in time, as she's talking to Zoe, um, Kamala gets called to the principal's office. Um, the, the guy who plays this principal, I, I, I question very much. Um, if he was my daughter's principal, I would have, I would be in the principal's office constantly having conversations with him, asking him what his issue is, because I don't understand this guy. Um, <laughs> he's like 12. Um, he's, he's, yeah, he's not a principal principal he's he, he like guidance counselor i can see principal i'm like okay not what i expected <laughs> right uh, i mean he gets to the point where he's singing lyrics from mulan to her um yep, yep. which <laughs> i'm like christina aguilera well again. i mean it was funny i think you and i probably picked it up immediately like who is this girl I, i'm like i see staring straight back oh got it yeah see the funny thing is, is i didn't think mulan i thought christina oh. aguilera oh well see all i thought was let's uh, take me to the bathroom because <laughs> i've got the runs <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was the first meme I ever showed you, oh, and it's just hilarious. like from that point it was like, all right, all right, this is <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> and that started our meme. I don't oh. know memes and dad jokes for the last couple of years now. Um, I love that Luke. You know, so everyone out there, Lee, Luke, and uh, and our friend Lee, myself, and our friend Luke have a thread a th- that we uh, yeah. that we talk back and forth in. Well. We don't talk back and forth. We put up jokes, and it's Lee and I jokes. are constantly throwing up dad jokes and memes. Luke, <laughs> you know, he'll pipe in like once every six months, um, but he'll, he, I think we're doing it for his enjoyment more so than think, anything else. I think it is. It's just for him to read the jokes. <laughs> it keeps him light on his toes. Didn't didn't he the come? Day. He came back with one, and I felt so bad because it was like he he asked a question. He goes, "How how do you um." How do you roast? A, how do you properly roast a cobbler or something like that? And I'm like, I don't know. Make fun of his shoes, and he just goes, "Yes." And I'm like, "Oh, really? is that is that really the joke?" 
<laughs> He's like, yes, it actually is. And I'm like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for ruining that. <laughs> I, I just guessed. But, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Oh, man. I, uh, I, uh, I Actually, sometimes I, I look forward to the 15 <laughs> jokes a day that we put out there. Um, well, at this point in time, there's conversation with he who should not be named, that we don't talk about him, um, Bruno. Oh, about I thought, how to I thought get you meant Voldemort. Voldemort, <laughs> yep. Um, how to get to AvengerCon in New York City um, since she did not get her license. Um, mm. And now they're going over her Captain Marvel costume that they are creating. Um, mm -hmm. He's painting it. She's putting it together. They're working on this kind of, you know, in tandem um, as a project together. Uh, it actually looks like a pretty cool costume. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this becomes her actual costume moving forward, but at least in this episode, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching Spider-Man and he creates his first Spider-Man costume and it's basically sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and a, hood, and a, and a hat before yep. it turns into his actual Spider-Man costume. I think this is that, but just done better. Um, it looks yeah. pretty cool for what it is. Yep. At this point, as we're having conversation, you see the animation on the city walls throughout the like, throughout the conversation. You see animation being drawn on the walls. It's moving. It's collaborative animation that's going along with their conversation. And I thought that was a cool. It, it was a cool toss in. It made it kind of was done more for this generation of what's go the people that are watching it now for her age bracket that sixteen to twenty age group i would say um because it really it, it's it, it's more definitely more adolescent than your average marvel even oh, far yeah. from home wasn't adolescent -y like this was this is way more for adolescents than well you mean no homes homecoming was the homecoming was the, homecoming yeah. well think about that though homecoming he was he was older too like this was like the end of like what second to last year of high school for him um, but this is like she's like freshman sophomore. Yeah, she's like she's sophomore a, high school. She's a junior. She's she 16, a junior. She's sixteen years old. Fourteen. Oh, I guess so. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, some sophomores are sixteen. Or uh, when am I going backwards? Whatever. Yeah, I was seventeen when I graduated. So, whatever. True. Yeah. <sighs> so now we see her now. When she gets home after this conversation, she's watching TV upside down, and you can tell because the camera is filming this whole thing upside down, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, just the different camera angles and the shots that this movie, that this episode did. It, it wasn't just your straight shooting face on. They mm -hmm. captured. Who, do you know you have IMDb in front of you? Do you know who the director of this? Yeah, it's Adil El Arbi, in Bilal Fala. <laughs> You want to try that one more time? It was written by Bishka K. Ali. <laughs> Is that Prince Ali? <laughs> no, 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 Bishka. Bishka K. Um, well, whoever did this, they did a fantastic job with that. Just the cuts and the angles and the shots. It was very different. Um, so she's sitting on her couch and she sees this package from her grandmother. Um, the names that they have for her parents, her grandmother... I'm not going to even try to, you know, I'm just going to call them dad, mom, and grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, it's not our culture. Please forgive nope. us. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, so she gets this package from her grandmother, and she's going through it, and she finds this weird bracelet, wrist guard, you know. Yeah, it's like you? a, yeah. Like a, like a. Um, it's, like a it's like a gauntlet. Like yeah. a gauntlet, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But it's only one, so. You know, you don't think anything of it. And her mom takes it and then just, you know, you never, you don't, you don't really see it again for a while. You know, Didn't out of you sight, notice that her, her mom seemed almost as if she knew what it was? I, I think her mom does know what it is. Well, then why wouldn't she put it somewhere else? Well, whatever. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but I think, so throughout this entire episode, her mom has a serious issue with her. Um, which I don't, you know, she has a very high standard for her daughter. Yes. So my question is, okay, 
did her mom have something going on when she was 16 or did her grandmother and it skipped a generation and her mom's mad at her for it mm, good question because it's like she's later on in the episode they talk about how she doesn't trust her own daughter and her dad's like no we don't trust other people and she's like no i don't trust you there's something up with her right. mom that she knows what's going on more than she's letting on to um, right I, I think, think we'll you, you raise a valid in... point the the guess is probably something was up with with the grandma you know and she's hoping that it doesn't happen here in this situation you right know? i mean yeah. she thinks she thinks that her addiction to the avengers and especially captain marvel is a for lack of better words a little much um she 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 really heavily hopes that her daughter does not get into it but she can't stop her anyways so they go shopping for a ton of clothes um are they shopping for her wedding dress did you catch that or are they just shopping for a bar- no not her wedding dress well that red dress that she was trying on they said is this for her wedding I don't think like, I yes. heard. And then her that. mom and her mom's oh. friend were having a conversation about her mom's friend daughter, who skipped out on her wedding and went backpacking in Europe, and they were all mad about it because there was an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could hear her. You know, this that generation is very big on marrying their kid. I mean, not the generation. The um, that culture is very big on you know having their kids marry early and right you know they look especially the moms they really want their kids to you know their daughters to be married to somebody and have that you know security earlier in life um we're here in america kids move out at 28 they get married at you know 58 (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) yeah no not me but yes it does happen right (laughs) Um, we skip over to Bruno, who is talking with Kamala's dad, um, and they're talking on this camera. And then he introduces his dad to this new invention called Alexa. I mean, Zuzu. Um, he creates this device called Zuzu, um, which I spell Z-U-Z-U. I'm not sure if that's grammatically correct. Um, well, but basically, <laughs> this device is... Alexa. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't like, say that too loud. <laughs> it might hear me, I know. Um, her mom is, you know, her mom brings out food for him. I guess he's there all the time. So she gives him food. He takes off for a little bit. Um, Bruno keeps asking his... He keeps asking Kamala to ask her parents about going to... AvengerCon. I want to call it Comic-Con, but it's AvengerCon. Um, mm-hmm. She's been so afraid this whole time um, to ask because she knows they're going to shut her down. But, you know, she ends up asking her to go. Of course, she gets shut down. This is where her mom is like, I don't trust you. You're going to a party at night. There's going to be smoking, drinking. God knows what else is going to be happening going on there. Um, and she goes on and tries to tell her that it's not that. It's we're going to dress up as, you know, our favorite heroes She's going to go as Captain Marvel, um, and her mom is not having it. Her brother walks in, causes more issues, um, and she takes off. You know, she takes off to her bedroom because where else do 16— anybody from any kid from the age of 14 to, I'd say, 17, um, I believe they live—if they're home, they're in their room. Because my my Mm 14-year-old daughter lives in her room. I saw her for all of five minutes today because she was in her room mm-hmm. when I got home. And I was like, so, <laughs> it's good to know yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, so she's in bed, on her bed, sulking. Her brother comes in. Um, she asks him to ask her parents. Um, and he's like, sure, I'll do that for you, anything for you. And then this is where you talk about earlier about the text, how they were texting. Yep. Um and you could see it. You like she has this light star spinny light thing that shows stars on her walls, and yep. you see text in that. You see text on the road. You see text on window signs. You see text on store signs. 
I thought that was a really cool way to showing what was going on amidst their the travel. You see Bruno walking on the stairs. Um, right. I would say the animation, the the tie-in with that stuff is probably my favorite part of this episode. Um, yep. Not sure about you, but... Yeah, I, I enjoy it. So... Um, she gets caught. Try, she's she almost gets caught trying on her Captain Marvel costume. She conveniently throws a bathrobe on as her mom comes into the house, into the bedroom, um, and her mom says that she can go to Comic Con because her brother talked to her under but under two conditions. AvengerCon. Um, AvengerCon. See, I, I want to call it Comic Con. <laughs> um, the two conditions are her dad has to go with her for they can say for two hours. He is going to be dressed up as Hulk, and she can dress up as Hulk because her mom want, does not want her wearing anything that is tight and revealing. Right. Um, she, and Kamala is not having this. She is well, embarrassed, so and she's not going with her dad. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little lost here because her costume that she made was not tight and revealing. Not at all. No. But her mom has no idea what it looks like either. Well, she never showed her. Right. So her so, yeah, I mean if you were her would you show her mom? Maybe later. But she was just kind of freaking out. The thing is so she was told she couldn't go, then she was told she could go under those circumstances. Now you're asking a 34-year-old man how <laughs> I would have handled the situation as opposed to a 15-16-year-old girl. So I would have would have probably at that time, you know, because I was a big liar, would have been like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, thanks so much. And then later on said, listen, hey, I made this costume. You know, I spent a lot of time on it. Would it be cool if dad went as the Hulk and I went like this? Like, that's how I would have handled the situation. But then we wouldn't have the show. So, therefore, here we are. Right. We wouldn't they get the excitement of what the comes TV up show. after. Right. Mm-hmm. So, this leads to a conversation on the the roof of Bruno's building um, talking about how they can't go um, he's like you're Kamala Khan you know of course Stan Lee with the double you know initials <laughs> uh, every Excelsior. comic book they all have these like this is KK <laughs> you have Peter, Peter Parker, Parker you know then you Tony Stank oh. right you, DC, you have Lois Lane, um, yes. Lana Lang. Like you have so many of these. I don't know why they do that, but they do. Uh, and he's basically saying that she's going to save the world. And there is this moment between her and Bruno, um, almost as if they're going to kiss, but they don't. Um, mm-hmm. And then he pulls out these quote-unquote plasma gloves that he made for her costume. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they were pretty cool looking. Um they go absolutely nowhere as of right now, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. Yeah. They they light up is what they do. Yeah, that's they, about they, it. they light up like like rainbows. That's what they do. Um down the road we see that Zuzu is not working for her dad, and this <laughs> gives her an idea on how to actually make it work. So mm-hmm. Her dad is saying that Bruno needs to fix Zuzu. So here's the plan. The plan is 5.30, dinner. 5.49, gracefully she will excuse herself from dinner and go upstairs. <laughs> and at 5.55, she will suit up. Um, at 6, they will meet outside. And by meet outside, she will dive out her window, grab a hold of a tree branch, and then swing herself down two stories onto the ground. Of course. Uh, they will I mean, then take... Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they will use Zuzu to create the distraction needed to sneak out. Um, basically, you know, every, you know, nerdy or geeky person out there that created their device that you see on TV where someone knocks on the door and there's an answer or something that pretends that they're there when they're really not. Basically, that's the way they're going to do this. Ferris Bueller. That's all I thought of. Yeah. Um, I thought of... Uh, what did I think of? I thought of Sandlot first, you know, using his, you know, set to lock and unlock the door. Uh, um, that that are you sure that was Sandlot? Yeah, when he uses his erector set to. Okay, man, I thought that was something else. I, I remember. Because no, then it. he uses that erector set to actually try to get the baseball. Close from a... catapult. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Um, the next goal is at 6.30. They will bike and meet up with the bus. They will go and enjoy the party and be home by exactly 9.22 to say goodnight. Yeah. Um, specific timings here, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. It wasn't like 5.36, 6.45. You know, it's 549, 9.22. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Bruno's like, how are you going to do all this if your costume isn't fully ready? So she goes, she finds a few more things. She goes up to the attic of her house to find some more items for her costume. She stumbles across the box that her grandmother gave her and then finds the gauntlet, the bracelet. Um, She takes it with her. Um, Next day, the big day comes. The day of a VegerCon is upon us. At 5.30, she promptly leaves, saying that she has a biology report that is due. She jumps out the window after she gets changed, um, grabs hold of the tree branch, and then falls two stories on her back whilst still holding said tree branch. So that tree Uh, branch was super light and and super massive. Yeah, it was huge (laughs) and apparently completely hollow. None of and, this made sense. <laughs> and she fell two stories. And she got up and she walked away. Um, if I fell 10 feet, you know, this this brings us back to Cobra Kai when he's training <laughs> on that tree and he falls yeah. like 15 feet. Right. He just gets up and walks away. Yep. <laughs> I wish landings were that easy. Um, Maybe we just feel like as kids, we watch that. We're like, oh, whatever. But now that we're older, we go, oh, no, 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 no. That would kill me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. As kids, if we watched it, we wouldn't think twice about it. But if we no. if you went up to your second story window and tried looking out, you wouldn't jump. I guess not. Um, Unless you thought you were Captain Marvel. Right. Swinging onto tree branches. Mm. <laughs> um, so they make it to the bus, barely. Um her bike gets locked out of the bus and her bike is now gone forever. Mm. They make it to AvengerCon. Now here at AvengerCon, all the fun begins. Everything is here. You have the Captain Marvel theme song playing in once in one section. You have, mm-hmm. you have posters of Iron Man and Black Widow. You have t-shirts for Thor. You have um, a Captain Marvel costume contest coming up. You have... Now, what are the odds there's a Captain Marvel contest? Oh, that's, there was there was a contest for everybody, right, though? It wasn't just Captain Marvel. I, I, there could have been, but in this in this part, it was only Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, go figure, right? Right. Um, but there's a giant Ant-Man head or helmet that's, <laughs> like, suspended in the air or attached to his body. You have yep. a giant Thor hammer, Mjolnir. massive Thor hammer that's yeah. suspended in there. Um so everything Avengers, everything Avengers is in here. So I'll be honest, if I went to this, I would geek out in 10 seconds. I don't know about you, but I would geek out in cool. 10 seconds. In 10 seconds. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, the, so, le- so let's ask this question. If you went to AvengerCon, what would you dress up as? Superman. Not Captain Man? <laughs> Not Captain Man. Um, <laughs> Captain if I had my Man? choice... If I had my choice, Hawkeye. You'd go as a Hawkeye? I'd go as a Hawkeye, yes. <laughs> okay. um, I'd go as Hawkeye. I think mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's probably one of my favorite characters, even though he's a side character. Uh-huh. Um, either that or um, Black Widow. Okay. Nice. How about, how about you? A fat Thor, hands down. It's the easiest costume for me. <laughs> 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 you gotta grow out your beard and braid it. I'll just get some beard extensions. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah, I mean that would be the best. That, you know, when he, when he shows up like the dude. Yeah, that's that's what I would I would do. <laughs> just straight dude. up. But he's got the he's got the bathrobe and like is he is he dead? <laughs> Is he awake? <laughs> he's just sitting there with the sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> it's just he's he's drinking beer, not white Russians. Um, the Big Lebowski, the dude. That is a movie <laughs> that I enjoyed at the same time, hated through and through. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's a great movie, but it's horrible at the same time. Yeah. So if you went as Fat Thor, I would have to go as um, Skylord. Skylord? Starlord? Oh, Star-Lord? Star- Star-Lord. So, so we can go back and forth? So we can go back and forth. <laughs> it's just like, you're, you're the captain. You're the captain. It's your ship. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I would just go around smashing, smashing like beer steins, saying, "I'll have another." <laughs> this is fantastic. Anyway. Um, I would just not show up, and then say I was there. Uh, as, at that point, who would I be? Oh, uh, we talking? Um, you'd be Sue Storm. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, um, oh, Miles Morales. No. Yep, he can also become invisible. Who else? Oh, I get you, Drax. <laughs> he was there the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> so, at this and point... You'd, and you'd show up at the end of it just eating a bag of chips, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly slow. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I've been here the whole time. <laughs> um... So you get the impression that they've been there for a while, they're hanging out, and now it's time for this Captain Marvel costume contest. So Zoe, no, sorry, Kamala actually sees Zoe in this uh, Wonder Woman-looking Captain Marvel costume. Yeah, definitely very different. (laughs) Yes. She's dressed as Captain Marvel, but it's definitely more Wonder Woman style. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kamala's like Kamala's like I didn't even think that she was into this or that she even mm-hmm. liked the Avengers um, yeah. and it's kind of weird watching this in a sense because they she and Bruno are talking about the Avengers almost in the sense that we talk about the Avengers yes if that makes any sense it, it makes sense yep but like, the um yeah, so like we talked about this before, now like once once Endgame happened, it's just like everybody knows. Everybody knows everything at this point. So now we're kind of living in this world with them. Like that's that's what's it's one thing I I enjoyed about the MCU when they first started off with Iron Man was the world that they created was a believable world. Right. You know, cuz the first thing we see is basically he gets attacked, you know, in some other country in the Middle East in the desert and what was going on around that time uh the war right. you know like over there so it's like this is relevant you know we're seeing all this stuff that's happening and it's like it was very very you know understandable and relevant and it it, it made sense and you got this guy who makes a bunch of weapons blah 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 they they really did a good job building this world and making it very similar to the world we live in unlike something like Gotham City where it's like, come on, nothing looks like this weird German expressionism, goth, you know, gothic Gotham City. Right. Well, the rest you know? of DC, outside of Gotham City, you have Metropolis, you have Star. Metropolis, City. the world, the the world of the future, basically. It, it looked, it, well, it has it, like this it, big spinning globe on top of a of a building, like all of it was futuristic. Right. Um, but those are so, more based off of thing. like Chicago, New York City. Right. Right. You know. But this is this is very much more believable it's real places the only thing in new york right the only thing they didn't do um at least in one of them that i can think of is they didn't actually use real real presidents they use fake presidents right um because some movies actually will use the real president and i thought that was a real cool way to tie things in I, i can't tell you which movies off the top of my head but i remember seeing movies and they show like oh the president's speaking and it's like some random address that obama is giving or something you know right and they're and they're and they're giving parts of the address that seem like it's actually take it's actually talking about what the movie's about right but so that's the one thing they don't do here is that but they still make the world feel you know natural for us and that's and so it's nice that they're able to do that now and they're saying hey like the the only difference is these avengers are real you know but they're geeking out like we do that's why they made it avenger con like we do about comic con so right it again wall it's it's almost a wall break in the way that they're doing it but it's not right so i mean they're doing a decent job with it overall Mm -hmm. um there are uh, so 
we've been, you know, lately we've been kind of having a, 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 a poo poo party to a degree on some aspects about what, what the MCU has been doing. Um, mm. But there are still aspects that they do really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that what's, what's cool about this, this TV show so far is it's changed things up. And I think like with, with WandaVision, they really changed things up and it caught people's attention. Um, right. It wasn't regular. It wasn't your norm. This so far hasn't been your norm. So I think that aspect alone will keep my attention for a little, for, for a, hopefully, you know, I don't know if this is six, seven, nine episodes, whatever it is. Um, hopefully we'll keep it long enough and they'll just, if they can maintain, you know, the way they shot this episode um, throughout the rest of it, I think it will, you know, at least give it that edge that the rest of the episode, the rest of the series don't have as of right now. Um, but after she sees Zoe, she goes into the bathroom to get changed into her costume. You see other people in there um, getting their costumes on. Um, she finds the bracelet in her bag. She puts the bracelet on. Um, she gets the bracelet, and she accidentally drops the gloves that Bruno makes for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she <laughs> leaves them in the bathroom. Leaves them in the bathroom. Doesn't even realize they're in there until later on. Um, she goes out. She put. She's talking to Bruno on how to put the gloves, the gauntlet on. Um, they figure it out. She puts it on, and then it like expands on her arm. And then after it expands, this shield for lack of better words this i don't know what you i don't know what you would call it but um yeah i don't know like it like travels over her arms and her body and you see her you know it all of a sudden now she's she's changing um with this so it is what it is it's pretty cool you know that the the use of her powers now will probably come from this gauntlet that she has found. Um, oh yeah, which is why her mom her mom probably knows this too, and it's just Ooh. like I don't want right. anything near that. I don't want my daughter anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all on stage. It's her turn to you know walk up and present, and as she's doing this, she is having stage fright. She's being blinded by camera shot by camera flashes. Um, was that and, what it was? Was it just stage fright? It didn't. I didn't think it was stage fright as much as she just got like this weird surge of power through her body, and she probably was just like in shock about it. Still, that's kind of what I was getting. That could be, you know. That's. I mean, stage I took fright. It as stage yeah. fright because she was like covering her face and her eyes and her ears, and you know, she was having a hard time focusing. Unless that hard time focusing was just, you know, because you see when the when this shield or whatever you know goes you see it in her eyes too like her eyes change right color yeah, almost they, yeah so that was the thing is I, di- I didn't see it as as stage fright because i i feel like it would have been if she was like nervous 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 and he says come on get up there and then push shoved her on um that's not what happened all right right no you just see her walk up there and yeah so it could have been that we're not we don't really know exactly um mm. but you know We'll find out, maybe. Um, at this point in time, as she's doing this, she sticks out her hand, and this giant plasma thing thing <laughs> extends out of her hand um, and then stops. And everyone thinks it's fake and then cheers her on, um, right. thinking that she is what she has is really cool. Yep. She starts but. shooting different. She starts shooting, you know, plasma gunk out of her hand, um, and it's hitting things. It hits and knocks off Ant Man's giant Ant Man's giant head, um, which proceeds to roll off and dis- and basically Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark roll around and destroy everything at this AdventureCon event. Um, I'm trying to figure out how this thing had so much weight. Like, why was this thing so heavy and dangerous? It didn't make sense because it was like, it didn't just like roll through and bump into a wall and then it's like, oh, that stink. No, it, it, it rolled through everything. It was like this unstoppable 
yeah, like you said, Indiana Jones ball. It didn't have that much momentum. It fell off and kind of bounced over there and just took everything out. Including a brick wall. Including a brick. Well, it wasn't real brick. But, yeah. Yeah, it was just very, very strange. Through all the commotion, one of the wire snaps that is holding up Thor's giant hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this thing pendulum swings down and takes Zoe and <laughs> knocks her off. And she is holding on to this thing. Um, so in the beginning, we compared this to, you know, Scott Pilgrim versus, you know, mixed in with a little bit of Spider-Man Homecoming mixed in with Girl Meets World. I Mm -hmm. am now, after seeing this part, is she like the Avengers version of Green Lantern? It kind of seems like that, yeah. That's what I was getting out of it. Where instead of this green light that turns into things, it's like this plasma that like turns yeah. into a hand because it turns into a hand yep, and we it get the catches hand. Zoe. Um, she has a few more things. Everyone's cheering her on, but they're all at the same time screaming because there's so much chaos. Um, right. And then it stops there. We don't see the end of it. We don't know what else happens. Um, it changes over to her and Bruno are now heading home on his bike. Um, they're freaking out. Um, she actually has powers. It's all due to this bracelet. Um, he promises he won't tell anybody. She crawls up to her second story bedroom window. Um, and she actually creates a plasma step, for lack of better words. Yep. Um, she gets in. She thinks she's home alone. And her mom is actually in her bedroom waiting for her. And oops, cliche. she's caught. Yep. Very cliche. And this is the her mom's freaking out. Who do you want to be? Um, good. Does she want to be good like she was raised, or does she want to be this cosmic head in the cloud cloud type person? And she asks mm-hmm. her to think about it. Mm-hmm. Kamala looks lays down in her bed. She looks at a poster on her wall of Captain Marvel. Looks at her hand as the plasma glow you know protrudes from her fingers. She smiles. She says, "Cosmic." Roll credits. Yep. <laughs> um, yes. Very on the nose episode, I think. Yep. Yeah, um, there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing hidden there. It's nothing pretty... hidden through this whole nope. thing at all. So it's not like Moon Knight. You know, it's not like other things we've watched that are that are tying into you know what we already know of the MCU or you know what's going to happen. We're not there yet, at least. Um, right. I think this will be very much so like a um, Falcon Winter Soldier type episode where it's more on the nose, you know, just spoon-fed to us versus like WandaVision where we have to figure things out along the way. Right. So, I mean, what this is leading up to, obviously, is the Marvels, which is going to be the next um, Captain Marvel type thing. So um, we're going to see what that means because obviously she's going to be a big part in it that's that's the whole point is like it's going to be we're going to have her we'll have Brie Larson um we're going to have uh what's her name Tiona Paris that's she's the one um that we saw in um WandaVision who becomes oh geez what was the character she became um do you remember uh, uh, Rambo Spectrum or something like that. Yeah, spec. Yeah, Spectrum. Spe- yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so she'll be. So it's basically going to be like the three of them is going to be. They're all going to be in the Marvels, which I believe is coming out in 2023. So that's what they're kind of preparing for is is these three kind of teaming up, and that's what we're going to have. Right. So. I mean, at least for for once, we have a TV show through Disney Plus about the MCU that ties into the Avengers one way or another. We haven't mm-hmm. really, you know, Moon Knight hasn't really tied into anything. Even Hawkeye really hasn't tied into anything new as of yet. Um, I know they used it to introduce Wilson Fisk because, you know, No Way Home introduced Daredevil. Well, not Daredevil, but, you know, Matt Murdock. This is getting us, like you said, prepared for the next, you know, the next Captain Marvel movie. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be weird because 
the girl who Brie Larson, um, she's much older now than she was. You know, it's well, it's going to be five or seven years later that she filmed this. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be yeah, like well, it was like two years. But that makes perfect. Gap. That makes that makes sense though, because I mean, the first movie we saw took place in the nineties, and then we saw her later on, like kind of pop up briefly in like Endgame. Yeah, but from so, the nineties to the Endgame, she didn't age. Hmm. Because the hmm. movies were not the movies literally were released three days apart. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's that. uh, We'll see how it goes, though. But, you know, am I as interested in this TV series as the rest? Not yet. Um, I I honestly don't know how I fully feel about it yet. I mean, it was good for what Mm -hmm. it was. Um, It wasn't anything spectacular yet. Um, Very coming-of-age type episode um, or, you know, series so far. But, you know, could it be decent? It could. And I'm mm-hmm. not... My expectations for this are not high as of right now. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but they're not high. I don't... I'm not like... No, like we're, not, we're not over the moon for this. We're, we're watching it just to be like, eh, let's see what, they, what they're doing. Yeah, and <laughs> it, could be, it could be fantastic. You know, it could yeah. turn out to be awesome. Um, you know... It's not like not like doing Obi Wan where like we're excited to actually see what happens next. Um, this it's like okay, it comes out again, great. You know I'm not going to be rushing to go watch it, but um, that could change two episodes from now. I have no idea. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just we're gonna we're gonna watch this regardless because we're gonna want to know what this lead you know what this is gonna lead up to you know with the marvels and anything else uh secret wars or secret invasion rather um there's a ton of stuff that's gonna be coming out soon we are gonna get a what if season two that's been confirmed really um oh yeah oh yeah no that's that was confirmed a long time ago um we're gonna see a lot of things coming up but secret invasion i'm wondering what they're doing with that we're also gonna see marvel zombies that's another thing that was confirmed. Um, not just the what if episode, but like a straight up Marvel zombies. Um, so I don't know live, what that what live that entails. Action or animation? It's animation. Oh. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm I'm assuming. Except that that um, that uh, trippy scene that was in uh, Far From Home. Or sorry, uh, yeah, Far From Home, where where um, Iron Man was crawling out of the grave was pretty crazy. You know, something like that would be interesting to see. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's coming out. And I think, you know, this will obviously fill in a gap, give us a backstory. So I, I, I'm fine with watching it. You know, this is nothing I would I would actively say, hey, we got to watch this. We got to watch this. But, you know, we're going to just because it's going to fill that gap. Right. So, um, yeah, I was and we'll see where wa- it goes. I was planning on watching it just to watch it, regardless of whether or not we were going to do the podcast or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean just a filler but hey it's something something you you and will did all of what if together i wasn't mm. a part of that so right you know that's something marvel that i wasn't a part of mm-hmm. um so this is one thing marvel that he's not a part of and then maybe one day him and i will, will do one that you're not a part of who knows yeah you um, can do that <clears throat> but for everyone's excitement get ready for it by the time this airs um june 22nd Doctor Strange Multiverse of Whateverness will air on um, Disney Plus. Um, Yay. So don't get prepared for that if you haven't seen it yet. Um, <laughs> don't waste your. <laughs> you know, I, I might actually watch it again just to, oh, yeah. like, just to see how I feel about it again. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again. But I, I wasn't, you know, it's not my favorite as of yet. No, um, it was very. Yeah misleading yes everything about it was misleading multiverse of madness and we barely saw any of the multiverse and i think that was the if they gave us nothing and they gave us that movie i think i would have liked it better than if they set us up for this crazy psychotic you know movie Mm. that never happened um I think that was my biggest letdown with that movie is we were promised one thing and given something completely different. So, yep. but 
you know, doing these yep. episodes, just you and I, a lot quicker than the three of us. You know, it's not a, an hour and 45 minutes. No, so. no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I, I'm, I'm good to go. I don't know about you, so but I'm all set. So, um, everyone, thanks for listening and um, have a great night. Yep. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you.